Welcome back to the TMR podcast. We are here today to review a very, very anticipated movie for me, which is No Time to Die, Daniel Craig's last outing as James Bond. So finally, I got a chance to see this movie and I've been waiting to see this movie ever since I started watching Daniel Craig's James Bond in Skyfall. I think that's where I truly, you know, embraced him as James Bond or came to accept him as James Bond because uh, before this, I was, I sort of grew up in the era that uh, had Pierce Brosnan as James Bond mostly. And um, he was my definitive Bond for quite a while. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't in time for Sean Connery, Roger Moore, and so many others before. I think that was uh, my parents' time or so much more before that. But uh, now, here with No Time to Die, this marks the end of an era for James Bond because it's the last Daniel Craig film. And I gotta say, it is bittersweet and I'm going to miss him as James Bond because I just felt that he was really starting to own the role and that I really feel that this picture, this film, No Time to Die, is easily his best outing as James Bond yet. So without further ado, let's get into what I liked or what I didn't like about the film. Obviously, as I said, I started watching since Skyfall, so I might not have much background knowledge regarding Quantum of Solace or Casino Royale, but I do know the basics because I sort of skimmed it I was as a kid. Anyways, with Skyfall, that one truly caught me due to the risks it took due to the cinematography, everything was so good. With this one, I would say it's a very close second to Skyfall in, in, in all of Daniel Craig's films that I've seen at the very least so far, with Spectre being the least enjoyable. I think that this one has a lot of good going for it and not much bad. So all in all, I think it's actually one of the better films I've seen this year and it did it certainly did not, you know, disappoint me in any way. First, the positives. Guys, as I said before, Daniel Craig's performance in this film is easily the best that we've seen him in. And the pure emotion he brings to the role, the pure, you know, the feels that he makes you feel is just so evident to see. And I feel that he's the best bond when it comes to raw emotion or things to lose. Because... With a lot of James Bond movies, dating back to Pierce Brosnan or Sean Connery or Roger Moore, all of these guys, they didn't have much to lose. If you killed the main lead actress off, the Bond girl per se off, it's okay. They'll find another one in the next one. Or they'll just keep changing the role. There's no one universe or there's no one long storyline as long as... Daniel Craig's Bond sort of gave us. And with this film, you can see all of those stakes and you can see all of that going to a head. And it's, it's actually really good to see. And it's a very good conclusion. And I feel that not only are his emotional scenes great or his emotional stakes good, I feel that he also really owns this role in a way that he does make some jokes in this film. And... A lot of good one-liners are in there. He does really embrace, you know, the Bond spy aspect, you know, the interrogation aspect. Because before this, he was a rather stoic James Bond. He would, 
his facial expressions wouldn't move too much. But with this one, you can see everything. You can see his comedic timing. You can see his dramatic timing, his action set pieces all around. I think Daniel Craig really made this movie. And overall, it's just his best performance as Bond so far. Well, not so far. It's his last performance, but yeah, oof, too soon. I know. Anyways, other than that, I also liked all the supporting characters. A lot has been said about Lasana Lynch's character, the female James Bond. A lot of people were kind of nervous going into this film due to the political, not, I wouldn't say political, but you know, the political correctness per se uh, from all the Twitter articles or the Facebook articles. And I gotta say, when you actually watch the film, it's not a big deal, like at all. It's actually very well done. And I feel that she's a very strong character in this film and she's a very important character as well. I feel that even if she were to get the mantle of James Bond or there would be a spin-off with her character and the rest of our characters, I feel that um, I certainly wouldn't be opposed to that at all. I think that she's a pretty kick-ass side character. And aside from that, I think the rest of the supporting cast was also good. Uh, Le Lea Sado, I'm pretty sure I butchered that name. I apologize. I do not speak French. And a few others, Ralph Fiennes, or the guy who played Q, sorry, I forgot his name. Um, all of them did their jobs. All of them were great. I feel, however, that what this film excels in is the direction and the pacing. It's a very well-paced and well-directed film. The action set pieces are clear, are evident to see. They're good, they're hard-hitting, and they're well-edited. They're not edited like to hell, like a lot of action movies that we see nowadays that they have two or three seconds in between each cut. I feel that this one, a lot of attention and a lot of care was put in, into the direction and the pacing. Two hours and 44 minutes for me flew by. It absolutely flew by. I did not get bored, not even for a single minute with no time to die. However, I did see some other negatives. So I'm just gonna get into it. Look, I like and I appreciate what Daniel Craig or you know James Bond and Madeline, basically his love interest, tried to bring to this film, which is a sense of, of, of you know, stakes and emotion. And I know that they sort of established their romance from Spectre, but the thing is, Spectre wasn't a good film. It was decent at best. It had, a good, it had its good moments, but the good moments of that film was never Madeline and James Bond's relationship. So I feel that with this film, it does try to build off on a lot of their relationship and a lot of their, you know, dynamic. They do have chemistry in this film. I, it, it's clear to see more so than the previous film, but it just didn't feel, I mean, it, it could have been, it could have spent more movies trying to establish that, or at the very least give her and him a few more scenes in this film trying to just, you know, hammer home that relationship so we could feel something towards the end of the film when, spoiler alert, happens. I'm not going to say anything because, you know, this is a spoiler-free review, but um, aside from that, another thing that I feel was crazily 
you know, misunderused was Rami Malek as the villain. Because I feel that Rami Malek is a great actor. We've seen him literally win an Oscar for Bohemian Rhapsody. And I knew that going into this film, he wouldn't be in it as much as I, want, I would want him to because he's not in the trailers a lot. And I didn't want to be proved right. But unfortunately, I was. So with this one, his character isn't given a lot to do. Sure, he does feel menacing. Sure, he does his best with what he's given. Like, it's sort of like a situation where he can't outshine Bond because Bond, this is basically Bond's, you know, Daniel Craig's last film. But at the same time, like, his motivation isn't all that strong either. It's basically just another revenge story from not even Bond's past. It's, you know, it's the past of Madeline Swan. It's like, I, I do feel that there was room for improvement there. Rami Malek is a very talented actor and he should have been given so much more to do script-wise, motivation-wise, and just everything as a whole. But at the end of the day, guys, casting all the negatives aside, I did feel that this was a very enjoyable movie for me and definitely will be in my end-of-year best movies of 2021 list. Uh, whether it be number one, two, three, four, it remains to be seen. But I did really enjoy it and... I do recommend it for all of those fans of Daniel Craig, fans of James Bond, and definitely fans of well-made film. Because this, at the end of the day, say what you will about Daniel Craig's Bond franchise, but one thing that you cannot argue with for the most part is that they are well-made. They're well-made. So guys, I'm gonna give no time to die an eight out of 10. Guys, thank you so much for listening and please don't forget to like this video and subscribe. It'll help me a lot. Turn my 30 views into 300 views. <laughs> I'm too optimistic. Guys, thank you so much and I'll see you in the next review.